this is the education show unlocking opportunities in teaching and learning through collaboration proudly brought to you by zabuza.net and it is the education show a special one today because uh, we're going to be talking heritage day and uh well a lot of people enjoy heritage day but uh this particular uh, episode is proudly brought to you by ENS Africa. And from ENS Africa, I am joined by Natasha Wachit and Rory Franca. Hello, guys. Hi. Hello. Right. So Heritage Day is, is something, I think it's a, it's, it, it somehow seems to be a bit polarizing in this country. Um, or maybe that's just my perception of it. And, and there's different ways people celebrate it. Um, I know uh, in some corporates they uh, they make the, the the staff dress up in their traditional outfits, and some of the staff love it, and some of them hate it. So let's dive right in with you, Natasha. What do we mean when we talk about heritage? So as you said already or alluded to, David, it's multifaceted, right? Because especially in a country like South Africa, where we this big mixture of individuals with all our different backgrounds and so forth. So whilst it could be seen as being polarizing, I think it's a way of showing our diversity. So when we look at heritage, we can see that it could be traditions and practices that are passed on from parents to children or from families or even in our particular community, then we can also see that we have our country's natural heritage, which could um, be something like the environment or the natural resources, the the country's cultural heritage. Um, So it's a lot of different layers. And therefore, if I look at it personally, I could say that the heritage, for example, could be a particular dish that my grandma taught me and now I'm teaching my daughter, for example. Um, And then in our communities, like you look at the Boer Cup, for example, um, all of those different heritages. So when I look at heritage and um, and I've been speaking to a few people about it, it's just we can look at it as our our country's um, heritages, which is the people, the cultures, um, the landscapes, the environment. And then we can also hone into it a bit more and look at our families and our communities and that that is passed down from generation to generation and which makes us uniquely us and there's something sometimes when you're overseas and then you see someone who's speaking for example a language that you know from back home or you go to the um you see people eating something that reminds you of home so when I was living in Joburg um when I came to Cape Town I might not eat it a lot but when I came to visit to Cape Town I had a because that is something that just reminds me of the cake flats of where I come from. So you can see that it's different layers. Um, and that's what heritage is for me in particular. And I think for a lot of people as well. Thanks, yeah, I David. Think, I, I think we need to we need to focus on that aspect of it because you know it's 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 a it's a lot more than what some people think. I am I am so proud. You know me. I spout off everywhere I can about uh, being a South African and loving this country. Um, and I was smiling when you mentioned the Gatsby because um, <laughs> when when I used to stay in Midrand, um, Midrand's kind of a, a cultural melting pot more so than a lot of other places. Um, and there's a very strong uh, Indian community that live there as well. And one of the things is there was this little fish and chip shop that opened and they sold Gatsby's. And oh, cool. the 
the first time I'd ever had one was in Cape Town. And the concept when somebody explained to me everything that was going to get mashed into it, I said, there's no ways that that can be nice. But it is. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> it really, really is. <laughs> All right. So, so now um, we've, we've, still, we've got a, a, a section in our, in our Bill of Rights um, as well. Um, I, I think it's – is it Section 30? Um, which yes, it is, David. Stuff like that. So, so talk to me a little bit about that, Natasha. So Section 30 of the Bill of Rights, and you know how much I love the Bill of Rights, David, talks about language and culture. And it considers the issue of language in terms of cultural rights. And it says that everyone has the right to use the language and to participate in the cultural life of their choice um, but no one exercising that can do so in a manner inconsistent with any other provision of the Bill of Rights. So essentially it's saying, you know what, we know we're made up of a whole host of peoples with different heritages, different languages, different cultures. You have a right to practice those languages or to speak those languages and to practice those cultures, but you can't do it in a manner that infringes on anyone else's. So I think that's important because it acknowledges our, our diversity, but it also emphasizes, or when I read into it, it emphasizes how we must do it or and express our diversity in this section in terms of culture and language in a manner that is inclusive, that takes cognizance of other people's languages and cultures as well. So that's important. That's And that's why a day such as Heritage Day allows for this melting pot to be foregrounded um, in various ways. So people can have this cognizance of our differences and our uniqueness as a people, but how it all meshes together. Um, in this beautiful way that we're also very proud of. Um, so, yeah, that's very cool that it's actually in the Bill of Rights. And I think it is, it's so important. One of the things I love doing, and, and not just around Heritage Day, is, but is learning about other people's cultures. And it goes, culture in terms of across the board, um, you know, it, it's just there's so many different things that different people do. Um I spent a lot of time when when I was was growing up. I had a fairly traditional family, but like my mom's side was from from the Scottish descent. My dad's side was very much also from the Afrikaans side. So I had a kind of a, a, a view of those. But learning about other people's stuff is also brilliant. I love it. Now, Rory, if I may, why do we celebrate? Heritage Day in South Africa because I've had somebody that said to me they think it's a wasted uh, wasted day a wasted public holiday um, because we don't want to look at the past at all and I disagree. What are your thoughts? Hi David. So I think we we definitely must celebrate each day. I think in South Africa we're quite, quite blessed with the different um, or the diversity we actually have. But before we discuss the actual purpose behind it, I think it just some just general knowledge and some conversations that one would have over Bray. I got some information for us um, just as to the origin of, of Heritage Day. So Heritage Day started off as Shaka Day, um, and it's basically when South Africans would have gathered around um, the late King Shaka and celebrate almost his, his passing and all the work he did for the, especially the Zulu Kingdom. Um, and then in 1995, it was requested to be an official pub, um, public holiday but this was obviously, this was rejected. And then it, later on, after some political pushback by certain parties, which we're not going to be naming now, 
um, to give some advertising <laughs> to these political parties. Um, essentially what happened is that then the following year became known as Heritage Day, September the 24th. And then later in the early 2000s, between 2005 and 2007, now the media decided to start rebranding this day as a National Pride Day. And Archbishop Desmond Tutu started becoming the official spokesperson um, for National Pride Day, where he enjoyed this idea of unity around the Pride and it allowed people to gather of different, from different walks of life. So essentially, the whole idea behind Heritage Day is actually um, that it celebrates diversity within South Africa, of different religions, different races, um, different cultures, and so forth. And it's such a beautiful thing knowing that we have such a broad and a big variety of individuals, cultures, and religions, and so forth in South Africa. So it's a it's a way of just um, take, almost making recognition of of different people from different walks of life. Yeah, and uh, the one thing that I like about the the, the concept of Friday, because I, I thought about this and initially I was like, yeah, I don't know, Friday, Heritage Day, where does where do the two meet? But cross-culturally, um, that is exactly where we would meet, is generally mm-hmm. around a fire and around a bride. And that's where you get yeah, to meet yeah. the most fascinating people and, and find out about them. I mean, you know, until I'd been to a bride with uh, some of my Afrikaans friends, I never realized there was such a thing as pop tart. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and then then we get into pop and kings, and we start going all sorts of other ways. And then um, you go mm. to other friends, and they 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 don't invite you to a bride. They say we're going to have some chisanyama. So it's it's a, yeah. it's a whole bunch of fun. But is this just a, a South African thing, Rory? No, so David, it's, it's not just a South African thing. So there are multiple multiple events that happen throughout the year, probably of each and each country in the world where they must take acknowledgement of of their country, their people, and their heritage, um, and they celebrate themselves. And I, I got a few examples of, in Spain, for instance, on October the 12th, every single year, they have a military parade where certain delegates and kings, queens, prime ministers join in on the fun. There's even a mascot in Spain. In America, um, a less known one is the Native American Heritage Day, so that's the day after Thanksgiving where they celebrate um, the natives of America, and then importantly, one for the whole world is the International Day um, or International World Heritage, Heritage Day, and the whole idea is that heritage sites um, such as Robben Island and so forth um, promote themselves and people take cognizance of their national heritage, but also the different heritages around the world. So it's not just a South African phenomenon, and I think it's important also to understand that each country celebrating their own heritage and we must celebrate their heritage as well. So it's quite a beautiful thing of just sitting back and almost reflecting on where you've come from and the different walks of lives. Yeah, and I think, you know, I mean, specifically this year, you know, I think we've got a lot to 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 sit and think about and reflect upon because it certainly um, has been a very um, interesting year. I think that's a nice way of putting it. It's been an interesting year. And uh, just to spend some time, of course, it comes on a, on a Friday, which everybody loves even more uh, this year. So we're all going to be uh, having a long weekend. I say all, most of us are going to be having a long weekend. There are some people that still have to keep the wheels turning, though. So uh, that's always important. Um, now, I, I mentioned earlier on, and, and uh, that uh, Natasha... Um, maybe you can join in here. You know, is that I, I see some people at uh, particularly some of the larger um, sort of shopping 
malls, etc., etc., encourage the staff to to dress up in their traditional or cultural dress. And um, I've had mixed reactions to that. But how do we embrace our cultures and and celebrate the diversity of our country on Heritage Day? What are some ideas? So I think you you even mentioned it. Um, one of them, David, is that when you get around or you, for example, using the Brian analogy, asking questions and learning. So being curious and acknowledging that we have this diversity, different cultures, different languages and so forth is the first step. So being aware and being curious is something that I always advocate. Being um, cognizant of our different cultural groups, be it and, and how this finds expression, for example, be it different dresses, um, different cultural practices, different cuisine, like you mentioned, what is it, Paktet? I still don't know what that is, but, um, but I'm going to ask you about that offline so you can explain that a bit more. <laughs> or when I mentioned Gatsby's and our different palettes in that regard. Um, and then to be guided at all times by the rights enshrined of the Bill of Rights. And what I mean by that when I say that is to, to know that we have this diversity, to be proud of it, but always also to be respectful so that we know that we have our particular heritage. We have a collective heritage as a particular community, for example, but also as a country and dare I say even as a continent and then to be aware of it to be curious to learn a lot to reiterate those two things and then at all times they have that underpinning that I may follow this particular traditions I'm aware that you follow those um, and I respect it so that we can all be proud of our of our big mesh of a country that makes us so unique and Hopefully our next generations will will know more than us because they would have been united for so much longer um, so that we'll all know what a Gatsby is, what a bunny chow is, what a paktet is. So, yeah, those are just some examples. See, now the other thing that that I'm a big fan of, and, and again, thankfully, when I was living in Midrand, there was lots of that available too, is, is the bunny chow. Transparency here. Um, one of the things that... Uh, we should also remember on Heritage Day, I guess, is uh, power failures. So uh, we did we did kind of get cut off by power failure in the middle of our bunny chow, which was most distressing. But uh, I was just I was going to relate a story, which I'm going to do now again. Is uh, you know with, with me being in in Midrand, um, and there had been a big Indian uh, community there. Bunny chows were one of my favourites, and when I used to live uh, in Natal. Uh, the best thing ever is if you spent the day boogie boarding um, and then that afternoon you stop and you pop up to the local uh, cafe and you get yourself a half a bunny chow and uh, a liter of Coke. Man, there is nothing better than that. So for those of you who don't know, bunny chow, basically the best you, the best sort of mutton curry ever slammed into a half loaf of bread. It's the best thing in the world. Now that I've got that off my chest, Rory, in conclusion, just to, to, to wrap up for us, um, and, and maybe Natasha, you can jump in as well. What is, what is your conclusion there, Rory? And, and are you celebrating Heritage Day? How do you do that? Um, so, David, I think in conclusion, um, yes, I will be celebrating it um, with my girlfriend and hopefully my parents, um, regulations permitting. Um, I don't know <laughs> where the regulations are at the moment. Um, 
But I think it's important for us to know that when we do braai or whatever we're going to cook as there are multiple ways of celebrating our heritage, um, just be cognizant of the fact that it's more than just a braai and it's and a big part of it is acknowledging where we've come from, the different cultures. And I think a small tip would be just to look at your plate and almost analyze where exactly the, the food has come from, the different um, countries that are on your plate, um, from the spices to the tea and coffee and so forth, and just celebrate the diversity, um, even amongst you and your family. Um, because like you said, um, you have a Scottish and Afrikaans heritage, David, and I think even being cognizant of that, of the different um, pathways and so forth, is, is an amazing thing. And just to state again, it's just it's more than a braai, and it's a celebration of who we are as people and the different people we have in our country. Mm. Now, Rory, is there anything specific that you guys just sort of, in, in terms of what you do, whether it be a braai, is there, is there any specific sort of something that's been passed down? I know um, one of one of my favorite things is um some of the, the the baked goods that people do what do what do you guys have that's special david um uh, mine's quite quite interesting um because obviously um colored so there's a lot of different <laughs> different almost places that are and cultures that have almost found its way in, in me so for instance we do snook we do the normal purabos and so forth and then you know, my girlfriend's actually she's african so the braai is just 10 times better than ours, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> um, and it's, it's so amazing. Um, so with my family, we'll probably have snook um, and just a normal braai. Um, I don't know if we can have a poiki, um, but I know for a fact that uh, my girlfriend's parents are amazing braai. They do an amazing braai, so I'll definitely have normal chicken and burabos and, and some steak and so forth with them. Well, if they're good Afrikaans people, I hope they're going to serve you a Malva pudding as well. Yes, and that's a dad's favorite meal. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things. I love it. Um, okay, so that sounds really cool. Uh, Natasha, you, are, you said you, you're going to be popping up to Joburg. Yeah, I'm going to be popping up to Joburg. Um, but what I am not going to not do <laughs> is uh, we have Kusistas every single Sunday. And it's different from those twirly-whirly ones. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, got, it's spicy and it's got the coconut on top and it's just absolutely amazing. And um, it forms part of, part of who I am, I guess, because I have some part Cape Malay heritage in me. And so I'm going to honor that and have some of that in the morning, which is going to be really great and share that with, with my family in Joburg as well. Um, and then just to reiterate what Rory said, I'm just going to be firstly very grateful that I live in such a multicultural um, society and that our uniqueness is celebrated even in our in our Bill of Rights. And to I'm going to take the tip that Rory mentioned. I'm going to analyze the plate because I'm almost certain we will be having um, a braai in the evening and probably some curry for lunch because I'll be staying with my in-laws and my husband's family is of Indian descent. So looking at that and feeling blessed that I can um, celebrate the rich diversity through the wonderful mode of food. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I'll be doing. It's a great way of bringing people together, the, the food. Um, I also only recently 
um, learned the difference because I always thought maybe it was just the way people were pronouncing it because um, I always used to hear cook sisters, not coo sister. And then I found out what the difference was and it is incredibly different. Yeah, uh, I always say like it's not those curly woolly ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Something else I learned. Um, Natasha, Rory, thank you so much uh, for joining us and, and chatting about Heritage Day. I look forward to chatting to you guys again very, very soon. And uh, yeah, very enlightening. So enjoy, enjoy your long weekend and enjoy your Heritage Day. Thank you so much. And you, David. Thank you, David. There we go. Wrapping it up uh, on this edition of the Education Show with my special guests, Natasha Wachit and Rory Franke from ENS Africa. To each and every one of you, I hope you have a fantastic Heritage Day. Be mindful of our country, of where we come from. And uh, as I said to just, you know, look after yourselves. Take care. Thank you for listening. That was the education show. Simply learn. Join the conversation on zibuza.net. That's Z-I-B-U-Z-A dot net.